This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Hey everyone, how you doing today? I gotta tell you, I love all of my experts. Put them together on purpose. They complement each other. They're, they actually help frame out the picture of being a real estate entrepreneur. And on Tuesdays, we talk with Omar. How you doing, buddy? Pretty good. How are you, Michael? Oh man, I, I look forward to this. I, I'm still buzzing from episode one. Uh, that was a lot of fun. I, I look forward to seeing if people take me up on it. Good. And uh, I look forward to seeing your collage. And I look forward to getting hundreds, if not thousands of book selfies. We'll, we'll, we'll see what people do. Uh, but on this topic, we're going to talk about something that, uh, you know what? Most weak-minded people would ignore. And neither you or I are weak-minded. We're willing to step up and have uncomfortable conversations. And probably the most uncomfortable conversation for many people is to acknowledge their weakness right? That is not something we like to talk about. We like to focus on the positive. Um, but I think the strongest and the most powerful people understand where they're weak. They have to acknowledge it to address it. So uh, what do you think about this topic? Uh, it's huge. It's a topic that no one, no one truly covers. No one talks about it. Yeah. And like, if you, if you're, you're, if you're in competition mm -hmm. and obviously everybody's in competition with themselves, you know, from yesterday, moving mm -hmm. forward, your only competition is you, but it's easily said, but I, I, we're all human. So we're comparing ourselves to a lot of people yeah. and we're competing against other people because it does drive us. We're sales, we're a high pressure situation. You don't make any money if you don't sell a, ho a house or whatever it is, whatever industry that you're in, if you're not doing loans or whatever the case. So understanding, you know, that you're not good at everything is an ego check. Mm. And to me, like understanding that and knowing, hey, I need some help in this area, this area, this area, because someone is better than me. Mm. And because someone's better than me, they're going to have an edge. For sure. But you won't know what that edge is unless you know what you're weak at. <laughs> and I can go on and on in this business about sales. And yes, there's other people that are better than myself at scripts for yep. sure. Oh yeah. But, but I don't stop. That's the difference. They might stop and, and they think that they're good, mm -hmm. but see, I understand that, Hey, I'm not good. I'm not super great at it. Yeah. But I'm consistent. Yeah. When I think and, about being a real right. estate entrepreneur, like you or a buy and hold investor, kind of my side hustle thing, um, especially real estate entrepreneur, right? There is so much going on that you very quickly so, realize you can't be a one person show, right? Even if well, you're flipping one house a year, you need contractors, you need money people, you need agents, you need insurance, you need, I mean, title, you need all these things. Um, so first and foremost, just acknowledging, you know, lots of people like to say, acknowledge what you're good at and hire, hire the rest, right? Or acknowledge what you're fun at. But I think, I think there's a special power in sitting back and going, for me, for example, the reason I could never be a real estate agent, for example, even though I passed the exam way back when, is I'm not detail-oriented. Those forms drive me insane. 
even though I've, I've personally been through them a thousand times, they drive me insane. You show me that 15 page car form. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> I am visibly uncomfortable looking at that thing. It's just like, just who I am. Right. So, ah, oh, yeah, you've got to know what you're weak at because, um, you can, when you know, when you acknowledge a weakness, you have two choices. You can hire for it. You can replace it with somebody who is good at that. Cause there are, in my example, lots of people love details or two, you can focus on becoming bigger at it. Like, like Arnold Schwarzenegger, best bodybuilder, at least people say, but he always had a problem with his calves, right? It was a weakness. His calves were never defined, whatever that means. Um, so he, he, he beat on and he just wasn't genetically wired to get big calves. So, you know, this, you can, you can try to do it, but maybe it's just never, you're never going to be like in my earlier example, the detail oriented person, right? So you can either beat yourself up, torture your body, do endless calf raises when it's just not going to be, or you know what, let me go hire someone that's better at it. So A, I acknowledge it, but also I address it. You don't have to address your weakness. I think you have to acknowledge it and then you have to choose how to address it. Does that make sense? Yes, 100%. Because without acknowledging it, how are you going to know? Exactly. How, how are you going to be able to put somebody in that, in, in that position? You talked about the 15-page car form. Yeah, I can't stand it either because oh, it's, you know, it's a lower per producing type of uh, task, yeah. but it's necessary. So I know that it's part of the process and that's why you, you know, hire an assistant, a transaction coordinator to do all the paperwork. Mm -hmm. So you can go and get in front of more owners. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and talk to the people that will generate and you're able to provide more service to others. Yeah. Yeah, the other thing that I think about yeah, again, no, I, I've been in I've been in high pressure sales, millions of dollars of quota. I had a billion dollar quota one year, one point one billion dollar quota one year, and and let me just tell you, the first time I looked at a billion dollar quota, that's with a B, folks, a billion dollar quota, I was like, that was the first time in my life I'm like, I can't do that. I looked at that, I'm going, I can't do that. Well, no shit, you can't do that, dumbass. You're sitting way up here in the organization. You have. I don't know, 1,200 people that have individual quotas or whatever it was, um, you don't have to do that. You have to figure out the big rocks that become the little rocks and, and empower others to believe that they can hit your, hit your, help you hit your billion-dollar quota. The other thing to realize, right? the other thing that really got me through that, and oh, by the way, we hit the billion-dollar number, not to kind of steal the headline, is if I did <laughs> nothing, nice. we would have done $750 million. If I did nothing, if I did not show up for work, they would have done about seven to $750 million just because that was the run rate of the business, right? The business would have done what the business right. did. So all I had to do was figure out the extra 350 million. That's empowering. And that's perfect. Right? Wow. Think about your business, right? You're sitting at the top. I don't know how many agents you got. Call it 12, call it 15. You do squat. They're going to sell some houses. You got to think about True, how to add because, around that. Oh, see, that's good. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And again, it was so enlightening. Wow. I remember looking at that $1.1 billion quota and for the first time in my life going, I can't do that. And it wasn't until I, I literally got up. I said, I got to take a minute because it's the first time I've ever seen a number that big. And I said, I got to walk around the building. I, I, I'm like, I don't know. And I'd already had a seven or eight year track record of blowing out hundreds of millions of dollars. 
And I'm like, I don't know. I got to think about this. And it wasn't until I had that realization at Zuber, you know what? You could be the worst person ever and the company's going to do 750. So get off your ass. You don't have to do a billion one. You only got to do 300. And you've done, and you've done 300 before. That was so empowering. Oh, I'm like, see, let's go. Hey, that right there puts things in perspective. I mean, I never, I never heard it that way. Michael, that's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, like the 12, 15 agents, they're going to do what they do, or I should say team members, they're going to do what they do. So I have to focus on the extra Yeah. in addition, you know, so that's, Hey, that's good. Yeah. I mean, this, I mean, this is played out for you, right? Let's just say you wanted to do a hundred and like a hundred is this big, scary number. And you've never done a hundred before. I'm just making this up. Right. And you go, well, you know, 300, what? 300. Okay. 300. Very good. So let's say it's 300. I've been off. Yeah, you know, yeah. let's screw it. Let's say it's 365, one, one, one day, one a year. Is that how many days are in a year? 365? Yeah, <laughs> okay. whatever. 365. Yeah. You know, if you step back, you go, if Omar does nothing, they're probably going to do 260 or 210 or whatever it is, 198, whatever it is. That is so enlightening because then all you have to do is worry about the margin, the extra. Because your job as right. a leader at the top should be the extra. Because again, you could be horrible and they're going to do 198. So instead of thinking about 365, Omar, congratulations. You now need to think about 167 because 198 is done. Right? That is, it's such a more empowering way to think about it. And, and it's, you know, you reverse engineer it. You're, you're breaking it down. That's all I do. And, yep. Hey, that, that, that's huge. Oh, this, yeah, this is good. You know, and, and obviously to, um, to know, I mean, we got caught up going through this process of it and yeah. How, how is this, Michael, let me ask you, yeah. how is this, um, knowing a weakness? Well, a lot of people get destroyed. They, they create huge goals and this is, this is everyone. Like you go to my week, my weekly videos every week on goals, right? I put out these big, big numbers and all of those things. And, and the reality is if we're not careful, we could be our worst enemy. We could set a goal that, you know, what, what do people say? Create a number that's in the stars. So if you miss, you end up in the moon or aim for the moon and end up in the stars, whatever the analogy is. But sometimes yeah. you create such a number, you think about it all the time and you go nowhere, right? Oh, it is so no, big, it's uncomfortable. Sure. Not, yeah, it's like, I want to do, do 500 homes and all you've done is 50. It's like, it's too big. But if you right. start peeling it back and go, you know, again, to use your number of 365, you know what? It's not, it's not because, because what would really have, if your number was 365 by January 17th, you're going shit. We haven't closed 17 houses yet. Right. Cause you're supposed to yeah. do one. You're supposed to do one a day. Well, that's the wrong way to think about it. What you should do is, Oh, by the way, we are whatever it is, right? 365, the team's going to do 200. I've only got to think about the extra 165. So then it becomes, by 12, I yeah, where we're at. You, you get yeah. to, you get to decompress or unpressurize something that could blow up, right? If, if you do it the other way, you get to January 17th, you're down 12 homes or eight homes. Then by the 31st, you're down 14. And you, oh, by the way, you know, from history that January is a slow month, but you know, by February 14th, you're already redoing your goals. And you're like, cause you just, you got to, you're looking at the wrong thing. So a, we a weakness for me is, is obviously goal setting sometimes because people look at the number and don't realize, because again, I had it when I had that billion dollar 1.1, I was like, I don't know. 
that I, I, and all it was was another another zero. Uh, yeah, so that's another that's what I'm zero. Yeah, <laughs> just a zero. It's all it is. Yeah, that's why my goals video, my my positive impact score, it's just extra zeros. It goes from one to ten to a hundred to a thousand to ten thousand to a hundred thousand. It's just a zero. That's all it is. I think that's that's it. I had a customer um, at our restaurant who told me that it's like, hey, it's just another zero. Yeah. And I would sit there and listen. And I'm like, really? <laughs> this is before me getting into real yeah, estate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a waiter, and <laughs> and his name was Mike, and he has been like my, cause, you know, somewhat of an inspiration and stuff, and super well-off guy owns a bunch of freaking storage units and stuff. And he would always tell me, Omar, it's just another zero. Yeah. Don't complicate it all. <laughs> just add another zero, yeah. figure out how to add a zero. Exactly. And then you'll know later. And that, that's funny you should say that because it, it just struck a chord on, on what somebody told me, you know, 18, 19 years ago. Yeah. So number, numbers are a, uh, numbers can be a scary thing. I mean, again, it's, it's really weird when you talk about goal setting, people are always talking about set a big goal. So you're uncomfortable. And then again, I've been doing this for 30 years, right? We're having a quota. Yeah. That sounds good on January 1st, but then by January 15th or 17th, that big numbers gets really uncomfortable. And yeah, it's, yeah, I, yeah. I get it. It, it. You, you, you wonder why people stop going to the gym, you know, after three weeks, it's, it's kind of crazy. So again, folks know your weakness, acknowledge your weakness. Don't let numbers scare you have fun, break it down. Look, think at the margin. Don't think about the whole thing. Um, dude, this is always, I have so much fun talking to you. I don't know if you have fun, but I have a blast. No, I, I, I love it. I look forward to Tuesday every week. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Well, Seriously. I look forward to episode number three, because it is going to be something I have never talked about before. Thanks, buddy. You're welcome. Let's go.